Crikey, everyone, it's another episode of the Story Pirates Podcast with me, your host. My name is Lee, which is short for my full name, least likely to host a podcast. So grab your favorite taco and alert your family goats because this episode features group dinners, persistent dogs, the opera, royal weddings, overly literal signage, and so much more. Coming up right after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups, guess what? The Story Pirates just announced brand new dates for the Amazing Adventure Tour. Come see us perform songs like Cat Sit On You and Fart Out Loud Day and improv comedy based on your kids' ideas. You can find tickets at storypirates.com slash live. The Amazing Adventure Tour is headed to these cities in May. Iowa City, Iowa, St. Paul, Minnesota, Akron, Ohio, Plainfield, Indiana, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Skokie, Illinois, Madison, Wisconsin, and Joliet, Illinois. We would love to see you there. That ticket link again is storypirates.com slash live. And, grown-ups, did you know that you can share more episodes of the Story Pirates podcast with your kids without even leaving your podcast app? All of our bonus episodes with more coming every month are now available on Story Pirates Podcast Plus. And you can subscribe right in Apple Podcasts. Plus, you'll get our Just Songs and Just Stories feeds, so no more scrolling through episodes to find your kids' favorites. Want even more perks? Story Pirates Podcast Plus is also available in Creator Club, where you can get insider access and pre-sale opportunities to upcoming tours or with a premium membership, a free shirt, and access to our brand new Create a Story events where your kids help Lee and Peter build a story that will make it onto the podcast. Learn more at storypirates.com slash podcast. Hey, grown-ups! If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from Episode 7 this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met, and as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream, and in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grown-ups and probably older kids. Grown-ups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Attention all story pirates. I have an incredibly exciting announcement. Oh, did you figure out who's been stealing all the left socks from our laundry? Did you finish reading my manuscript about the mystery-solving plumber? Are you finally officiating the royal wedding? Oh, oh my gosh! No, nobody's officiating the royal wedding. Oh, oh. I hate weddings that aren't mine. Look, we'll talk about the royal wedding next season. 
For now, my big announcement is... It's harvest season! Harvest Sorry, season? What? Huh? What's that? <laughs> yes, finally! What is harvest season? Oh, I have no clue. But if Lee's excited, I'm excited. Guys, he needs this. It sounds like the royal wedding was canceled. Oh, no. Ah, so CJ. We were just bored and said, hey, why don't we write a story? I have a huge imagination. If you only use your eyes, then you'll see less stuff. Crikey! It's a plot of course. We inspire each other. And the world will never be the same. The Story Pirates. Welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone. Where we take stories written by kids and turn them into sketch comedy and songs. And just for today, where we welcome everyone to the start of harvest season. Ah, the time of year meant for harvesting new talent for our crew and replacing one of our old members, which means one of you is being voted off the ship. (gasps) Gasp! I vote for Rachel. I replaced her once and I'll do it again. I'd like to see you try, baby with a mustache. Stop, no one is being replaced. For now. Harvest season is the time of year when our crops are ready to be picked, collected, and most importantly, eaten. And every harvest season begins with a decadent harvest feast. Yes! Ah, I was right to be excited. But before we get to the feast, let's do a story. And here's the author to introduce it. Hi, I'm Annabelle. I'm 10 years old and I live in Florida. This is my story. I never knew tacos were so good. Good morning, Fifi, my fluffy bunny friend. Hi, Remy, my dog friend. Good morning. Fifi, are you so excited for a fun-filled day? I sure am. I have it all planned out. First, we're going to go to the beach, and then we're going to go to the museum, and then to the opera. I can't wait. Me neither. But if we want to have enough energy to make it to the beach, the museum, and the opera, we can't skip breakfast. Uh, Yes, of course. Here, you want some carrots, Remy? Oh, no thanks, Fifi. I actually brought something that I know you're going to love. Really? What is it? Here, try a taco. What? Oh, no. Just try one. I know you'll like it. Mmm, no. If you never try new things, you'll miss out on so many possibilities. Just give it a try. Hard pass. Okay, your loss. You know what? We really should get going. You're right. Let's head to the beach. Ah, the perfect spot for sandcastles. Remy, can you unpack our beach bag? Absolutely. Here's the shovel. Perfect. And the bucket. Excellent. The umbrella. Got it. And this taco. Great. Wait, what? Come on, just try it. No way, Jose. I told you I'm not going to touch that thing. Come on, Fifi. You'll love it. I promise. Please, Fifi, try it. Not one lick. You sure, Fifi? If you don't try, that seagull might steal your opportunity. What? Did you say taco? Yes, please. Seagull incoming! Taco! Well, you missed your chance. I think I've had enough beach time. I think you're right. Let's head to the museum. Now, in this room, we see all of Rembrandt's finest work. 
You know, I read that Rembrandt was a cat person. You know, if I didn't know the time period, I'd swear Rembrandt was doing photorealism. Great observation, Remy. His work is so realistic. Just look at this painting. I love the detail. So detailed. And the emotion. So emotional. And the colors. So colorful. And his taco. So taco for wait. Get that taco out of my face. Fibers, just one, please. I came here to consume art, not Mexican cuisine. I will not give up trying to get you to eat this taco. <laughs> Besides, it's all beef. I'm sorry, did someone say beef? Quick, Fifi, eat it before this docent does. Taco! Excuse me. Now, if you'll walk this way, you'll find the gift shop. Well, you missed your chance again, Phoebe Phoebe. You know, Remy, I think I've had enough of the museum. I think you're right. Let's head to the opera. Gosh, why can't the servant girl and the general just be together? Because they are trapped by society's cruel hierarchy. Oh. <laughs> Here, use these opera glasses so you can see the tragedy up close. Great idea. Look at the costumes. Beautiful. And the sets. Elaborate. And the singer. Talented. And this taco. Delicious. Wait, no. Just try it. Uh-uh. I won't eat that gross beef taco. Beef Eiffel Farm, you're gonna love it. No, I don't want to try a taco. <gasps> Did somebody say taco? Here I come. He even belches with perfect pitch. I've had enough of tacos. I'm out of here. Hopefully, you've gotten it through your head that I do not want a taco. Good night. Thieves, wait! Well, okay. I'll see you tomorrow. Ah, finally a fresh morning. Time to open the window and greet the day. Good morning, sun. Good morning, birds. Good morning... Taco? Ah, get out of my window! You can't escape! <laughs> oh, just pretend that didn't happen. Oh, look, here's the mail on the counter. Let's see. Bills, bills, junk mail, catalog, tacos, tacos! Oh, me. No! Phoebe, ah! come back! Here I am in my backyard. Okay, I'll just distract myself with a little gardening. Yes, I'll pick some carrots. Okay, picking carrot number one. Wow, that's a big one. And number two. And number three is... A taco? Ah! Remy, how did you even get underground? A dog. I'm a dog. Ah! This has to stop. Just try this taco. No, it's not for me. Please, 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 please. Feet, 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 fluff, fortune 500. I depend on you eating this taco. But why, Remy? Why is this so important to you? Because... I love tacos, and I love you, and I need the ones I love to get along. Just give it a chance, will you, Fiverino? Please? 
for me? Fine! If it means that much to you, I'll try it. Here I go. See? I'm eating the taco. Are you happy? Are you... Wow! I love this, Remy! I can't believe I've never tried this before! I know, right? Aren't tacos amazing? Yes, Remy! So amazing! I could just... I never knew tacos were so good! Yes, she never knew tacos were so good! Huh? Hey, it's a seagull from before! And the museum guide! And the opera singer! Congrats on eating a taco! What are y'all doing here? We brought tacos for everyone! Tacos for everyone! I'm glad you asked, baby with a mustache. Right through here is my beautiful garden. Wow! Look at all the fruits and vegetables. I've never seen so much fresh produce before. Lee, has this garden always been here? Not always, Eric. It all started when I was on the internet, learning about this one trick my podiatrist doesn't want me to know, when I stumbled upon a blogger named the Shoe-Wearing Contessa. She wrote this post called how to grow a garden on an underground drill ship. I followed every step exactly and ended up with this beautiful garden. Wow, that's incredible. And that's not all. I also learned all about the Harvest Feast, and I thought, what a great way to get all the story pirates to sit down together for a meal. I mean, when is the last time we did that? Last night at dinner. Every night at dinner. Actually, every day at every meal. Actually, we're eating a meal together right now. Peter, you're the only one eating right now. And whose fault is that? Okay, I see your point, but the harvest feast is different. I read all about it on the blog. Friends who harvest and prepare their meals together grow closer and develop deeper bonds. Don't you want that? That sounds most joyous! It shall be like the great banquets we held in Hrothgar's Great Hall! Exactly, Siegfried. Except for not like that at all. The blog is very particular about how Harvest Feast should be celebrated, and it's not in a feasting hall, it's in a room. A feasting hall is a room. But you won't have to worry about remembering all the details. (laughs) (laughs) Because I've carefully laid out all of the details on these laminated cards. By Odin's beard, Lee, this print is tiny. Mine looks more like a small book. You had time to write this, but you couldn't read my manuscript? I know, it's a lot of information, but you'll pick it up as you go. As long as you're following the directions extremely closely, if you do exactly what they say, we'll have the perfect harvest feast. Lee, if my years of scientific research have taught me anything, it's that pursuing perfection almost always leads to disappointment. Nimini, I hear you loud and clear. Almost always, which means that in this case, listen to the cards. Now, what do the cards say about gathering produce? Gather the fruits and vegetables with great zeal and enthusiasm. Now let's hear some enthusiasm! That's not enthusiastic enough! 
Let's go. Gather that produce. Put it in baskets. Okay. More gently than that. <laughs> All the produce. It's been gathered. No time to rest. Wash it up. We can't cook dirty produce. <laughs> this water's too warm. This water's too cold. This water's just right. But it's made of porridge. Uh, can we eat the porridge? The cards say throw it out. Oh, man. The produce. It's all clean. Get it all to the kitchen. Go, 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. But we're so exhausted. Yeah, Lee. Following these instructions takes a lot of focus. And you keep barking orders. You know I don't take direction. This is no time to be exhausted. What do the cards say? This is no time to be exhausted. Exactly. Yes, we've gathered and washed all the produce, but now it's time to prepare and cook it all. Prepare and cook? <laughs> now you're just being greedy. Are we really cooking all of this tonight? Of course, because that's what's on the cards. You all have your assignments. Now go! Nimini, those carrots look like they're being cut into cubes, but I'm pretty sure the cards specifically say to cut them into small slivers. Does it make a difference? Only if you don't care about mouthfeel. Ugh, fine. I'll start over if you never say mouthfeel again. Eric, looks like you're bruising the thyme and oregano leaves. The cards specifically say not to do that. Oh, sorry. I must have gotten distracted. Rachel, Siegfried, and I were talking about our favorite lava formations. Mine is lava, Avi. And <laughs> if you're talking about lava formations, then you're not taking care of our leafy grains. Try to hold off on the talking until the feast. Oh, okay, Lee. Rolo, you're boiling the water all wrong. Are you kidding me, Lee? I've done this a million times for my millions of soups. There's no way I messed this up. The stove is off? Oh, right. But I only got distracted because you're putting too much pressure on us. Putting pressure on you? I gave you a perfect roadmap to a perfect harvest feast with my painstakingly detailed cards. Now, if you would just follow them closely. No, no mas, Lee. We're taking over the kitchen. This is a mutiny. Yeah! Casp, this isn't on any of the cards. We'll be right back. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system, so wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Hey, grown-ups! Want to get a personalized audio message from Peter or me for your family? Well, we're going to be surprising one family every month with one. All you have to do is sign up for our email list at storypirates.com slash podcast. We'll send you Story Pirates updates and once a month, one lucky family will receive a message from us customized to your kids and their interests. If you're already on our email list, you're already entered to win each month. If not, join now at storypirates.com slash podcast. Now, back to the show. How dare you tie me up with the tomato vines that I grew in my own garden? It had to be done. You're out of control. Smitty's right. We know you set out to deepen our friendships by cooking a meal together, but your obsession with being perfect has turned this kitchen into a reality show nightmare. Is this a reality show? Where's hair and makeup? Where's my green room? I specifically requested no red M&Ms. I'm in a feud with Billy West and— Megan, it's not a reality show. Phew. Because unlike Billy West's birthday party, I did come here to make friends. And Nimini is rightly. We appreciate all the care you put into growing your garden and sharing your produce, but this was supposed to be a fun activity for all of us. I, I, I guess I did get a little carried away. A little? Ha! Okay, I got very carried away. But I just wanted us to have a perfect meal. After being flung around through space and then through the ocean and now underground, things have just felt a little out of control. I guess I just thought this was something I could control. We understand that, Lee, but you gotta let us help in our own way. Yeah, have you even gotten a chance to taste any of the food we've been working on? No, I guess I've been too busy micromanaging. Here, a fresh spring roll with diced carrots. Mmm. Did you add parsley to this? I wouldn't have thought of that. And here, take a whiff of our marinade. Wow, bruising the leaves let more of the aroma come through. <laughs> well, Rolo, I can't wait to see what kind of soup you've whipped up. Actually, I'm still waiting for the water to boil. Why don't you give us a little bit to finish cooking? I feel a little bad that I'm just sitting here all tied up. Maybe I could still help out by- No! Don't worry, Lee, you've already done quite enough by growing all of this food. Just let us take care of the rest. Voila! A harvest feast for us all. Whoa! This looks even better than the pictures on the shoe-wearing Contessa's blog. This harvest feast is better than perfect because we all made it together. Aww. Well, I, for one, am getting hungry. Let's eat! Wait! Before we eat, let's do another story. That sounds like a great idea. But could you untie me, too? (laughs) 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 No, seriously, I I can't feel my arms. Lee, keep it down. The author's about to introduce the next story. Hi, I'm Charlie. I'm 10 years old, and I live in New York. This is my story, Goats to Go. (laughs) 
Welcome to the goat store. Say, aren't you a farmer? Of course I am. Can't you tell by the hat? You mean the baseball cap that says I'm a farmer? That's the one. Anyway, I'm here to buy some goats. No farm is complete without goats. I mean, what kind of farmer am I if I don't have goats? Well, if you're looking to fill a perceived hole in your life by making a purchase, you've come to the right place. See this sign? Goats to go. Wow, that's easy and fun. Surely these goats will fill the void. $20 each, please. Here's $80. And here are your new goats. This is Fred. <laughs> Ed. <laughs> Ted. Bah. And Larry. Now my sense of self is complete. Come on, goats, let's head back to the farm. <laughs> well, it was a long trip to my farm because Larry got lost three separate times, but we made it. Here's your paddock, goats. <laughs> Buying goats to go sure is tiring. Good night, goats. See you in the morning. Is he out of earshot? He is, Fred. Great! Now we can talk in our regular voices. Have you all seen this paddock? It's incredible! Get a load of this bed of straw. It's so comfy. I could snuggle in this all day. What do you think, Ted? The farmer left us an entire pile of shirts to eat. Mm, delicious. Mm, this one's cashmere. Nice. What do you think, Larry? <laughs> I'm Larry. Oh, Larry. So I guess we finally have it all. Say, Fred, I hear a distinct tone of doubt in your voice. We're here on the farm, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Larry. But we're goats to go. Oh, I see. I'm Larry. Come on, goats. We must fulfill our destiny. Let's go! <laughs> ah, morning on the farm. The perfect time to check on my goats. Wife, I'm going to head over to the paddock. But, husband, don't you want to change out of your pajamas first? <laughs> Why would I do that? The paddock is just a few steps away, and it's sure to be a quick check, as I'm certain the goats are exactly where I left them, and... Uh, what the...? What is it? The goats are gone! Uh, I'm going to go back to that store and give that shopkeeper a piece of my mind. Welcome to the goat store. Say, aren't you the farmer that was here yesterday? I am. Why are you wearing pajamas? I was too mad to get dressed. Yesterday, I bought your goats to go. Well, last night, my goats went. Of course they did. The sign said goats to go. Wait, uh, so do I get my money back? Of course not. They're supposed to go. What did you expect them to do? Stay? <laughs> Oh, yeah? <laughs> Laugh at me, will you? You will be sued! Then go ahead. I don't know how. I didn't think so. Oh, goats, why? Why did you leave? Where did you go? I hope everyone enjoys the destination I chose, the Rocky Mountains! Great choice, Fred. It's a veritable goat paradise. I could climb these boulders all day. Have you ever seen purer snow or breathed fresher air? <sighs> I'm Larry. Oh, Larry. Come on, goats. Let's ski. <laughs> <laughs> My goats are still gone. Oh, husband, you don't need goats to be a real farmer. You're right, wife. After all, I still have my 
I'm a farmer hat. The wind blew your hat away. No! I chose our next destination, Havana, Cuba. It's amazing here. This is the best coffee I've ever had. Mm. Great choice, Ed. Wow, look, it's the Fortress of El Moro. Whoa, Ted, you might want to slow down on the coffee there. Good point, Fred. <laughs> I'm Larry. Oh, Larry. <laughs> Larry. Be still, rooster. Husband, I think you might be blowing things out of proportion just a bit. Maybe you're right, wife. Maybe things aren't so bad after... Whoops! Oh, no. You've dropped your favorite mug. The one that says, you read the hat right, I'm a farmer. Not my mug! No! Next up, it's my choice. Paris, France. Oh, come on, Ben. It's even more beautiful than I imagined. <gasps> Look, Ed, it's the Eiffel Tower. I see it, Ted. And there's the Arc de Triomphe. Where's the Mona Lisa? I'll ask this French girl. Excuse me. Oui? Where is the Mona Lisa? Sacre bleu. It is that way. <gasps> I'm Larry. <gasps> Bonjour, Larry. Oh. <laughs> rooster, get thee back into the tempest. Hey, back off the rooster, hun. Okay, this isn't his fault. Fair. Still, ever since my goats went, my farm life has been falling apart. Look on the bright side. You still have your favorite tractor. You are the voice of reason. I'll just hop on the tractor and start her up. Welcome to Burger Burger. Can I take your order? So, we're in a random burger restaurant in Washington, D.C. Who chose this place? <laughs> I'm Larry. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Well, my goat friends, we've clearly had the time of our lives going all over the world. However, this might sound weird, but I'm actually feeling a little homesick. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I miss the paddock. I miss my bed of straw. I miss eating shirts. I miss watching TV. Dude, first of all, you can say other words? And also, you can still watch TV when you're away from home. I can. Hooray! Let's head back home. Yeah! yeah! I'm Larry. This is it, Rooster. The end of the road. What's a farmer without his tractor? Novelty mug, stylish and informative hat, and goats. Farmer! Goats? You came back? We miss you. We never should have gone. I'm Larry, and this is my wife. Oui, bonjour. Je m'appelle Michelle. We traveled the world and had the time of our lives. But home is where our hearts are. You, you really mean it? Yes, we're ready to be goats to stay. You have no idea how happy I am to hear that. Uh, bring it in for a farmer goat hug. <laughs> 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 uh, wait, you can talk? The end. I'm Larry. 
And now Lee speaks with the author. So, Charlie, you wrote Goats to Go. Yes. Can you tell me how you came up with the idea for it? Well, we were driving back from, I think it was the National Park by the Ocean, and we saw a sign that said Goats to Go. And so we pondered, what does that sign mean? And then we started talking about what if the goats went. Because the goats to go. They should go. (laughs) What do you think they were really doing with the goats? We don't know. The sign just went down one day, and it was very sad. All the goats went. Maybe, yeah. The goats went. I think it's funny to write a story based on a misunderstanding like that. Yeah. Have you ever had any other moments in your life where someone said something to you and you misunderstood it? Oh, yes, totally. There's another sign in front of a shop called Mike's Deli that says cheese with coffee. And on the other side of the sign, it says cheese only. And so we don't understand. Did you ever go in and ask them? No, that would ruin the joke. (laughs) I mean, maybe you could just order cheese with coffee. And see what what it was. Yeah. But Dad's the only one in our family who likes coffee. And even if we did get cheese and coffee, Dad might not even like it. Because it honestly sounds terrible. But, like, does he take milk in his coffee? He puts cream in it. All right, so that's, like, kind of cheese, isn't it? No, not exactly. Let's say that you decided to start your business across the street from Goats to Go, and you wanted to steal some customers from Goats to Go by having an even more interesting sign out front. What would you have to go? I know. Baby elephants to go. You would have my business, except I might be a little worried about baby elephants turning into teenage elephants and then into grown-up elephants. But what if... The elephants was that with the way that made them so that they did not grow up. Baby elephants that don't grow to go. That's funny. I love all the places that the goats go in your story. If you were to go, and I bet at some point in your life you will be to go, where will you go? I was thinking it might be cool to go to Australia or something. There are a bunch of cool animals there, like kangaroos, koalas, and platypuses. I really like the Australian accent. I'm good at it. Do you want to hear some? Yeah, I do. Crikey! It's a platypus! <laughs> that was really good. I know. <laughs> well, we have a lot of Australian listeners, so they will have to let us know what they think. Yep. <laughs> Charlie, thank you so much for talking to me today. Uh-huh. Bye. Bye-bye. And now it's time for Story Pirates Roll Call. First up, we've got a story from nine-year-old Dixie in Iowa called The Case of the Invisible People. And Dixie's story utilizes a pretty cool narrative device called a deus ex machina, which happens in a story when there's some kind of problem that feels like it's really unsolvable, and then the deus ex machina shows up out of nowhere and sort of magically fixes everything. In Dixie's case, Her deus ex machina is an enchanted drooling cow named Joanna. Beautiful work, Dixie. Shout out to Finn, a six-year-old from Minnesota who sent us the endless rope. 
And Finn's story is very interesting to me because it has so many settings or places that the story takes place. We get to visit a cruise ship. We get to visit a whirlpool, a magical wood, Jupiter, and of course, a crash pad that's left behind from an old abandoned gymnastics place. Thanks for sending it in, Finn. And finally, we have the Poem of Poems, which was sent to us by eight-year-old Dia in California. And I think I'm just gonna read it for you. Ahem. Poems can be all shapes and sizes, colors and textures. A poem can go up and down, left or right. It can make you feel sad or it can make you feel glad. A poem can melt your heart like ice cream or make it rage like fire. It can express your feelings in a whole new way. It can cause friendships to happen. It can make you realize things. Poems are like smiles in a bottle. They make you feel good inside. Fantastic poem, Dia. To read all of today's roll call stories and poems, head to storypirates.com slash podcast. That was Roll Call. Now it's time for you to write us a story. And if you don't know what to write, here's a story spark from Annabelle, the author of I Never Knew Tacos Were So Good. Kids, write us a story about talking trees. Tell us what the trees say to each other and what they wish humans would understand. Why do they feel so misunderstood? And what if one day a child could understand them, even if the other grown-ups couldn't? That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening, and a big thanks to today's authors, Annabelle and Charlie. Grown-ups can submit kids' stories and story sparks at storypirates.com. And remember, every single story we receive gets some love. Some story love. We'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, stay creative and stay kind. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Story Pirates Studios. Executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Baer, Mike Cavallon, McKenna Cox, Minzwi Karami, Mahela Lawrence, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord and produced by Brendan O'Grady. Roll Call theme by Andrew Barbado. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Minzwi Karami. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon, Mahala Lawrence, and Alexa Simpson. And contributing writers are Kristen Henley, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Ryan Chittapong, Sasha Diamond, Dahlia Glick, Quinton Johnson, Alessandro King, Anna Marr, Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Peter Russo, Mark Vigent, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, and Matt Zimbrano. The I Never Knew Tacos Were So Good song was written by Kristen Henley and Eric Erson and produced by Eric Erson. And now to put the final touches on my new business, baby elephants that don't grow to go. All right, let's just see if I have everything. Mm, let's see. Baby elephants. Check. Shrink ray. Check. 
Shrunken baby elephants? Check. All right, call the stock market, everybody, because it's business time. 